Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader and She podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, and health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to episode 15 of this podcast. Wow, it is so exciting to say that. I want to take a moment to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart to all of you that have followed, listened, and shared your kind words. This started as sort of a small dream to be able to even do this. And while I still am learning tons in the world of podcasting, it has been an incredible journey. And I'm so grateful that you have been here every step of the way. For those of you that this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome. I hope that you find this as a place where leaders in every walk of life can come together to hear real world ideas, strategies, and thoughts on how to be the leader that empowers and inspires those around you. Together, we work to celebrate, share our struggles, and collaborate as we send our positive ripple out into the world. You all know that I love starting our podcast off with a quote. It really sets the stage for our learning this week and for what we're going to be talking about. This week is no different. A quote I read that really resonated with me, I can't give credit to the person because I didn't see who said it, but it goes like this. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing themselves. This quote really resonated with me, especially lately, because I have been in this kind of continuous state of deep reflection. And when I think of leadership and the type of leader I want to be and the type of leader I hope to inspire others to be, it goes back to thinking about what we can do personally to grow and to reflect. I was on a call this week with one of my favorite mentors and author, Keith Callahan, and he was talking to us about really just leading and self-leadership and what that meant. And he said this quote that just really, I was like, yes, he said this, leadership always goes back to self-improvement. And I thought, what a simple yet profound statement. As leaders, it's so important that we can improve and grow and reflect on where we are in order to surround ourselves and inspire those people around us. So I want to share a little bit about this because for those of you that don't know, I have spent this past school year taking a sabbatical from my classroom teaching position. I've been in education for over 18 years. I love all things leadership, and I decided to stretch myself professionally and to take an accelerated program to earn my educational administration certificate. And when I decided to do it, I knew that I couldn't dive in and give it my all without pulling from other areas of my life, specifically my family, my students, my colleagues. And so thankfully, I work with a district that puts tremendous value in growth and learning, and I've been able to jump into this program. Now, with that being said, I've also had much more time to reflect. And in fact, this program has required me to do a lot of reflection as a leader. And so I've learned so 
many things. And I want to share some of the things that I've learned with you in hopes that it might resonate, that you can find some inspiration, or that maybe it's just something that will help you in your walk of life. I actually shared just yesterday on my social media about how this has been one of my most challenging years. Believe it or not, I know a lot of people think, oh, you're on sabbatical. It must be nice. You get to sleep in and watch daytime soaps and read. And it's like, you know, very zen-like. And while there's definitely some moments of like calm and reflection that I've enjoyed, it has probably been one of my hardest years personally and professionally and for a variety of reasons. And I I do want to give credit to the reflection piece and how that's helped me to improve. So when you are looking at yourself as a leader, why is it so important to reflect? As a leader, we need to empower those around us and we do so by our actions and our words. And when we can reflect on ourselves and think about what we're doing well, what we can do better and how we impact people, that is going to help us to be a more successful leader. So here's what I want you to do when you're reflecting. I want you to be honest with yourself. Now, this might mean talking about the things that you are really good at. Some of you Don't give yourself enough credit where credit is due. And I want you to be honest and really think about the things that you do well. And then I also want you to be honest and think about the areas that you really need to improve. Not just what you think that you need to improve, but maybe get some feedback from other people. Really look at what they say and reflect on that and how you can grow and to become a better leader. Now, this might mean embracing the suck, as I like to call it. And why I say that is because one of the most powerful ways that we can move forward in whatever it is that we're doing is to identify our areas of strength, of course, but we also have to talk about what we're not doing so well, right? If you were a basketball coach and you were losing games and your team couldn't make free throws, for example, that would be something that you would want to work on. So talking about how your team isn't good at free throws, but then planning to work on free throws is part of that journey. We need to do the same thing in our personal and professional lives as leaders. We need to think about what we're doing well, but also what we're not doing well. And to be honest enough to embrace that. Now, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've been on several committees or teams, whether that's as a teacher or as a coach or as a parent or just as a volunteer, and where we look at our plans moving forward and we have to really think about what we're doing well and what we're not doing well. And it's so frustrating to be sitting there and where nobody wants to talk about our not so good areas. And I get it because talking about what we don't do well is hard, right? It feels kind of yucky. It feels like you're not doing a good job. And while that's not necessarily true, it's so important to identify where we are, not as a shame on you standpoint, but as a, this is where we are very objective, very clear, take the emotion out of it. And and I get it because I'm a really emotional person, right? I connect with people on an emotional level. And so those feelings can be really strong and those feelings of failure and not enough and all of that come into play. But if we can be objective and say where we are, embrace that, look at it as a stepping stone, as an opportunity for growth with that growth mindset, 
So quick plug, Carol Dweck has a a book called Growth Mindset, and that's awesome. I would encourage you to read that. But if we can do that, we can move forward, and we know that even though we're not where we want to be, and even though we have plenty of things to work on, we have tons of room for growth, and we're moving forward in the name of progress. So I think about that as a health and fitness coach. One of the things that I do every single month is I sit down and I write down the goals that I have and the action steps that I need to take. And if I'm being honest, there's some of those things that I don't like to do, but I know that I need to do them and I need to be intentional about that time to do that. And so I plug it into my calendar and I schedule it and I write it down and I do it anyways. It's the exact same thing with our fitness, right? How many of you actually like working out? I know some of some people do, but most people don't. I, even as a health and fitness coach, actually do not enjoy working out. Well, I enjoy it after I'm done, right? Because I feel really good. And about 10 or 15 minutes in, I'm sort of enjoying it because those feel-good endorphins have started and I'm, I'm proud of myself for doing it. And I know that it's going to help me mentally and physically and all of those great things that exercise can do for you. But if I'm being honest right before I'm doing it, it's the last thing I want to do. In fact, if I'm being honest right now, I'm recording this podcast instead of working out because, you know, this is more fun. So I'm going to go do my workout right after this. So you guys are holding me accountable, but here's the deal. Sometimes we have to do the not so good things in order to move forward because it's going to help us to be better leaders. So the same is true with setting the intention for your day, right? It's hard, especially if you are a busy mom or if you're working or taking care of your home or you're a full-time student, whatever it is that you do, reflecting sometimes is the hardest because getting started and finding the time to do it seems impossible. And what I mean by that is if you're like us, we're running around Mach 30 with our hair on fire half the time, getting the kids to soccer and dance and back to the PTO and to the choir concert and volleyball and all the things. And then God forbid you forget, you know, groceries and food and bills and life and having a relationship with your spouse and your friends and, and all the things and trying to work on yourself. So it's hard. So finding that intentional time to sit down and to get yourself in the right mind space. I laugh because I remember when the kids were toddlers and just finding a hot second to just have peace and quiet. And moms of toddlers, you're going to laugh when I say this because you know it's true. How many times did you just shut yourself in the bathroom and think, oh, I just need one minute, right? Just one minute. And then all of a sudden you would see these cute little chubby fingers from under the door because they just, you know, wanted to be right there with you. So It's hard to find the time, but I promise you, if you can find the time to do that, you are going to be not only better as a person, but as a leader. Hal Elrod wrote a couple books called Miracle Morning, and I did a podcast a few weeks ago on this, but I would encourage you to read that, talking about setting the intention for your day and how reflection, meditating, journaling, all of those things are going to help you to be a better leader and how it's really important to schedule that into your day. Next, I want to talk to you about making a plan of action. So we can reflect, we can talk about all the things we're doing well, we can be honest with ourselves, we can be intentional, we can talk about the things that we need to improve. But here's the deal, if we don't make a plan of action and then actually follow through, 
There will be no areas for growth for us. We will not be able to improve as leaders. How many times have you been at a conference or you've taken a class or you've listened to a podcast or been on a call with somebody and you write down all these notes of all these great ideas and these inspiration and you're fired up, right? Like you're so pumped and you're ready to take on the world and you have all these plans and goals and ways to improve and then you come home and what happens? right? Like you're bombarded with the kids or your spouse or the laundry's there or the dishes are piled up or the bills are there and work happens or, you know, life happens. And then that notebook with all those great ideas and plans gets put on a shelf and it's dusty and it it dies in the land of good intentions. And the land of good intentions are where we have all these dreams and hopes and visions, but we don't do anything. We don't take the action. We just shove them aside and we let life happen to us instead of going out there and making things happen in our life. So here's what I want you to do. I want you, as you write down and you reflect and you're honest and you think about all the areas that you can grow, I want you to figure out a concrete plan of action. For example, if you struggle with talking to people or public speaking or whatever it is in your leadership role, conflict resolution, find some areas that you can grow on that. Be intentional. Find some good personal development books. Find a good class. Find a mentor to work with. Whatever that is, be intentional about that specific area that you're going to improve. And I really encourage you to have someone that you can share that with, whether it's a mentor, a colleague, an accountability partner or group, something that is going to keep you in check to not just cheer you on and support and encourage you, but also call you out if you're not doing what you say you're going to do. I love that. I have this in my fitness community, right? Like we have this really great online um, challenge group that we do. And we, we all use this app, which is awesome because we can log our workouts and, and all these great things. And I know that if I don't show up in that group, I'm going to have a whole bunch of women that are being like, Jen, what's going on? Are you okay? Right? First, they're going to check on me because they love me, but they're also going to call me out and be like, all right, it's time. You need to, you need to get back in it. We, we need you in here. So find somebody that's going to hold you accountable. That's going to do it in a loving way, but also that isn't going to tolerate your excuses and your BS because let's, let's be honest. The thing that often holds our, us back is the garbage that we tell ourselves and that we allow ourselves to believe right? We don't have enough time or we don't this or whatever. I'll do this later. When really, if we want to do something and we really want to improve, we can do it. We can find the time to do it. We can find the resources. We can do it. So find somebody that's going to hold you accountable, but love you through the process. If you don't have somebody, if you don't have that person, I love, love, love coaching and supporting, encouraging people. Send me an email, share me your plans. I will be happy to be that encourager, but also that person that gives you the tough love when you, when you need to jenschultz.liveinspired at gmail. I would be happy to support you in any of your goals or endeavors. Now, here's the last thing that I want to share. And I want to share because it's something that has always just been on my heart. And I've not always been able to articulate it, but it's something that I feel when working with other people, when looking at myself, when looking at my students, when looking at my uh, the other coaches on our team, with my health and fitness clients. 
And I want to say this, and it comes from the work of Jim Collins. Jim Collins is an incredible leadership author, and he's written several books, but one of my favorites is called Good to Great. And I love it because I want to encourage you as a leader and as you reflect and as you work on self-improvement to never settle for mediocre. And what I mean by that is so many of you are doing good things. You're in a team that's doing good things or in a building or in a company. You're doing so many good things. And it's so easy to be content and complacent with the good things, right? I mean, we've all heard the expression, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And while I believe that is so true, I also believe that we need to be in a continuous state of self-improvement and self-reflection and moving forward. And so while it's easy to settle for mediocre and being good enough, I want to encourage you to stretch beyond that. Now, it's not going to be easy when you stretch beyond that for a couple reasons. One, when people are stretched, when they're pushed outside of their comfort zone, when they're encouraged to go just a little bit farther, right? I want, I want you to do an activity right now. And this is going to seem weird if you're around other people, but right now I want you to raise your hand. Okay. So you're all sitting there and hopefully you're in your car, or, you know, you're around people and they're looking at you like, why is she raising your hand? Now raise your hand. Now I want you to raise your hand even higher. Okay. So feel that stretch. Now I want you to raise it even higher. Now, one last time, and I'm doing this with you, raise it even higher. Did you see the difference between when you first raised your hand and the second or the third time that you raised your hand? You might have thought in the beginning you were raising your hand and you did a good job with that. But if we can stretch, we always have a little bit more in ourselves. So I want to challenge you to do this. You were not put on this earth to be mediocre. You have an amazing spirit and ideas and creativity and goodness that this world needs. This world needs you and it's a really big world. So please, please do not shrink into some small corner and play small. You are not here to play small. You are here to dream big and to take massive action to impact lives around you and to be a transformative leader that inspires and empowers others to build other leaders, to put that ripple effect out into the world. So please don't settle for good. Please go for great and beyond. And here's what's going to happen. I promise you, it's going to get uncomfortable. And it's going to get uncomfortable for a couple reasons because one, you're stretching yourself. So you're going to feel it personally, right? And it's going to be hard. Embrace that suck. Embrace that hard part and move forward. Fail forward. But here's the other thing that's going to happen. You are going to have people that are going to challenge you on this. And you need to know that as you are stretching yourself from good to great, as you are working on self-improvement as a leader and paying that forward, they're challenges to you and them trying to hold you back is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And I want you to think of this analogy because as much as we all say we want good things and improvement, it's hard for other people to see others achieve and to do good things. And as leaders, we're going to flip that. Have you ever heard the 
story or the analogy of crabs. And so there's people that um, they're, they go crab hunting or they, they collect crabs and they'll put crabs in a bucket, right? And if they have one crab in there, they have to have a lid on the bucket so that the crab doesn't escape. But something interesting happens when they put two or more crabs in there. And when they have two or more crabs in there, they actually do not need to have a lid on the bucket anymore. And this is why. When the crab tries to climb out of the bucket, the other crab will pull the crab back in because he doesn't want him to rise up. He doesn't want him to escape or to get out of the bucket. So here's what I'm going to tell you. You are going to have crabs in your life. You are going to have people that are going to try to pull you down, especially if you're stretching yourselves and maybe even challenging them to dream and to go for some things bigger. Do not let the crabs pull you back. Do not become a crab as you are doing this, right? So as you are growing and learning and stretching yourself, please remember that. Please do it in a positive and inspiring way. You can't walk around and you know we can't be a jerk and, and get angry at the people that are doing that. That's not because they're bad people or not that they don't have the potential to be amazing leaders either, but human nature often tells us to do what's safe and what's comfortable. And sometimes when we stretch ourselves outside of our leadership roles, it doesn't look safe or it's scary or it's unknown. And our natural reaction is that fight or flight and to pull back in. So avoid the crabs. Don't become a crab. Don't just settle for mediocre. So as leaders, you have such an important role. And and remember, we define leaders as anyone who inspires and empowers them around you. So that literally can be any one of you, whether you have an official leadership role or not. So I want to encourage you to be reflective and to think about the ways that you can personally improve so that your actions, your words inspire and empower those around you by being honest with yourself, embracing the suck, setting intentional time, creating a specific plan of action, finding an accountability buddy, doing the things you need to do. And lastly, never settling because you are here for a reason. And this world needs your positive light to shine throughout. So please know this leaders. If nobody's told you this today, you are so appreciated. You are so incredibly loved. You matter And we are so grateful for you. So have a great week. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week.